Thought Lounge podcast. A Thought Lounge is an in-person, formatted dialogue with three to six people on the topics they are most passionate about. This week's episode is an excerpt from a Thought Lounge session with the University of San Diego Professor of Economics, Ryan Ratcliffe, on why go to college. Subscribe on iTunes for more episodes like these, and for more information on Thought Lounge, visit thoughtlounge.org. Enjoy. So again, in the spirit of sort of this is a topic that we could easily spend six hours talking about, but I kind of want to narrow it down to kind of my personal experience and then your personal experience. Uh, there's a lot of discussion here on campus uh, with the new president and kind of part of a, uh, you know, where do we want to be 20 years from now as a school? And uh, in most of that discussion I've been part of, it's been administrators and faculty uh, and these sorts of things. And a lot of this discussion has been about sort of what is higher education in the 21st century supposed to look like? Why are we here? Can we keep doing things the way we've been doing them? And so on. So um, the specific dimension that I'm interested in talking about today is just the kind of why, uh, you know, when, when, when you come to college, what, uh, you know, what specifically is kind of the, the, the point of it? So in some sense, there's the knowledge for its own sake. This is the, uh, I think a lot of people in, in our discussions as faculty just kind of have this, you know, I, I am in pursuit of truth and beauty. And if students want to come along with that, then that's great. And we're going to be on a knowledge adventure. Um, but at the same time, there's also the more uh, the kind of the economic reality of it, that this is an expensive four years, especially at a place like USD. Uh, the, the economic benefits of a college degree, I think, are still undeniable in terms of uh, the average uh, earnings with a bachelor degree are two times what they are if you just have a high school degree. A lot of the job growth... Uh, is, that we've seen since the recession has been in jobs that are that are, uh, require a bachelor's degree or higher. So there's a real, you know, the the economic benefit of this. Uh, now, does that turn us into uh, you're here for us to teach you a specific set of vocational skills that will then get you a job that will pay enough money to rationalize the uh, tuition and student loans that you uh, undertook to be here in the first place? So is it kind of an investment transaction? Uh, and if so, does that have implications for, you know, there's, there's wide pay disparity across uh, different majors? And so there's a tension there, I think, between the, you know, we're just, uh, whatever discipline we happen to be in as a professor, we're, we're in pursuit of truth and knowledge and, and that versus the kind of the economic reality of college as a business and that it's an investment transaction to, to a certain extent for, uh, uh, for our students. So I've got other stuff on my list here, but I think that's enough of, a, uh, of an opening salvo for me to just shut up now and hear some of your thoughts about some of the issues I raised. But. Okay, so you're talking about like economic investment versus something else, or are you just asking or like, just the, what, you know, when you I, thinking of it? Why didn't I just stay in the library and pull a Goodwill Hunting, you know? What is it about coming to a school... Uh, that is particular. Why USD? Is there you know, pressure on you to, I really want to major in this, but I recognize given the economic realities, maybe I need to lean this way. Just any, any of the kind of stuff that I said that, that, uh, that I think jumped out as something that, that resonated with you, I'd love to hear about. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think for me at least, I like chose engineering just because, mm-hmm. like worst case scenario, I have an engineering degree. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be an engineer. I have no interest in that. I'd like to own a business. Thought lounge pretty cool. Um, something okay. like that. What kind of engineer? Um, electrical. Okay. Just because it's the hardest one. I um, I feel like a lot of other kids like, who do engineering, like sort of fall under that category of not actually caring about engineering. This isn't my passion, but this is a good economic strategy. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely. I think at first it's something, I mean, especially if you grow up in a even somewhat affluent neighborhood high school, it's something that's just expected of you. Like you mm-hmm. go to college because there are no other options like your parents are like okay you're gonna apply like that's just the next step so I think when we're freshmen like that's why we're here and I think especially at this school that's why freshmen have such a hard time here because every single class like that I talked to like I'm a senior now mm-hmm. the last three classes have just been like yeah freshman year sucked and like a lot of people especially my year it was like the record number of transfers out like a lot of people just didn't want to be here But I think as you get into it, you start to realize, like, I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this to better myself. And as you meet more people and you learn more things, you're like, this is actually helping me and shaping me as a person. Mm -hmm. And it's getting you ready to be a functioning member of society. So I think you go into it because your parents are willing to invest in you Mm -hmm. um, or you're willing to invest in yourself for the future. But you, you stay because you realize that it's going to actually work. Mm-hmm. And I think at least where I came from, like I come from like a wealthy suburb, um, like going to community college, there's like a really big stigma around it. Mm-hmm. Um, like all the kids who went to community college from my school were like the minority kids. And so like, yes, there is like that sort of like social pressure. You know, I mean, everyone like asks like, oh, where are you applying? Where did you, you get in? Where did you get into? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how many did you get into your top choices? I think there's an interesting, I kind of have this ongoing discussion with some of the students that I talk to in terms of, you know, what kind of internship do I need to get? What kind of summer job do I need to get all with that goal of what am I going to do as a senior? And I kind of joke with them sometimes that, well, do you remember that feeling you had when you were a senior in high school where it seemed like the entire trajectory of your life was about to be uniquely determined by the, did I get into school X? If I did, then I would be successful and have a beautiful life and all of this sort of thing. And if I didn't, then I don't even want to know you anymore. And then you go wherever you go and you usually have a pretty good experience and you make friends and you learn and you grow as a person and so on. And somehow that first job out of college is sort of the next one of those that if you don't get the ideal job right out of college, you're going to be a failure and nobody wants to know you and all that. And the experience that I had, you know, personally, as well as most of my friends, was you try something you think sounds cool, and then two years later you realized, well, the three things I liked about it were this, the 18 things I didn't like about it were this, so now I'm going to try this. And eventually, hopefully, you kind of converge to something that is the, you know, the combination of I can feel passionate about this and fulfilled and I'm doing something good for the world, uh, and I can also earn a decent enough living that I... Uh, you know, you hopefully want to see both of those come together. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I, I think it is an interesting that it, it just seems like it's, there's always the next one of those, that decision that we put way too much emphasis on and it's way too big a stakes. So I'm curious, can we go back to something that you were saying just about the, um, 
the the freshman year experience mm-hmm. is it just the can you tell me a little bit more specifics about kind of what that was like either for you or for people you knew about the transferring out and just the pressure and all that because I'd, I'd like to hear a little more about that uh yeah it was really interesting I think I think we all came and didn't know what to expect. Like mm-hmm. we got into a really prestigious school, really expensive. Everyone was really proud of us for getting here. And like I grew up in the Bay Area, so I was like, yeah, I'm going back to California, this will be great. And then I like get here and everyone's so pretty and everything is so pretty. And like mm-hmm. everyone's like, you're so lucky to be here. And like you just get really overwhelmed. And then like people want to put on their best face and they want to like be seen as cool so it gets mm-hmm. really exclusive and clicky really fast so a lot of people mm-hmm. who didn't right away get into like those groups who are like hmm. we're the cool kids now or like we're I mean I don't know like you just like feel like I don't know where I fit and I don't know if I want to be here and everything's mm-hmm. so aesthetically mm-hmm. based that you just get really lost and like most of my friends just we just did not have good freshman years and a lot of people I talked to my first semester were like, yeah, I'm thinking about transferring out and we had like information sessions like our freshman year, they like they do like those getting you ready for the rest of your college information sessions that we have to go to for our precepts. Mm-hmm. One of them was about to, to transfer or not. So like they recognize that this yeah. is something that a lot of us are thinking about it and then they present all of the options why you shouldn't. So they they were aware that it was a thing, but I think it was just, I don't know, I feel like I even developed a stutter like when I first got here because I like, didn't know how to talk to people and everyone was so pretty and it was just so different than what I had been around and like the values were so different that I didn't mm-hmm. know how to function in this environment until values I got were used different? to it. What, can you tell me values are different? I just do. I just like I came from like an affluent neighborhood, but not. I can pay sixty thousand dollars a year for college affluent. Like mm-hmm. we have, we have, or at least my freshman year, we had a USD car show that students could show off their cars and mm-hmm. have everyone marvel over them. And like the Prince of Dubai was here with his five cars, and one was like right. a matte black Mustang with the Batman symbol on it, like. There is some serious money here, and I had not, like, encountered that before. Like, that was... I'm not going to lie, it's a little bit weird as a faculty when you're rolling in in my, like, 10-year-old car that (laughs) barely works, and I'm parking next to the Maserati. Yeah. yeah. So it Mm -hmm. it was just, like, Mm -hmm. valuing looks and money over, like, having real relationships was just so... Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, I'd, I'd experienced it before, but not at this level hmm. I feel like I might be able to shed a little bit of light from a very different college experience mm-hmm. yeah. um, so going to Cal uh, you come and things aren't pretty they're like the opposite of USD everything that you see on campus is basically a matter of prodding you in the face and like being like hey come do this hey we need your attention for this hey and also like the idea that you know it's a, there is a similar idea of like are you good enough but Every part of the Berkeley system, like Berkeley students, alumni don't generally give back yeah. because the experience that you come away from that everyone values and you hear people say go bears all the time. You do see a lot of school spirit mm-hmm. is because they've survived. Yeah. So and for me, that was actually the biggest takeaway from it. It was I had to swim with the piranhas yeah. sort of and I learned how to I learned how to be persistent um, and to think I was going to fail and to 
also be at the middle, you know, not the best. And that's kind of a beautiful thing when you do that and then you actually do produce some work. Mm-hmm. Um, and just one last thing on, so like the last four days I've been on USD's campus, basically just people watching and mm-hmm. chatting with as many students as I possibly could. And they, there's a very similar perspective across the board. And so it's not like some of the students are feeling like they're on top of the world. It's like every student is thinking that they're mm-hmm. below yeah. in some way. Yeah. And it, USD uh, promote, I mean, even the way that they, the campus looks, right? It's pristine. Nothing can be out of place. If you want to have some new organization or some um, something look different, it has to be passed through a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it might be conducive to a sort of perfectionism mm-hmm. in your environment. <laughs> Do you have any concluding concluding thoughts? Or? Um, no, just the, this is uh, I, I've I think a lot of what we've said specific to USD is are, are things I've heard before. Um, I know from the administration's perspective this this issue of uh, an above average number of our students who transfer, and we're kind of interested in why, and this sort of pressure. Uh, is is a common uh, a common denominator a lot among a lot of the people, and I kind of just on an individual basis talk to uh, you know sometimes I kind of am at both ends of the spectrum where I'm teaching like graduate students and then occasionally freshmen too, and one of the things that I like to uh, you know just kind of who at whatever stage in the USD experience they're in check in with is just sort of you know what was it what what's it been like for you here and. And I think, you know, apropos of the, I, I've seen freshmen, at, you know, my undergraduate, I did my graduate sc- stuff at Cal, so I sort of know, or at least the, the opposite perspective of this survival of the fittest thing was very, I think, consistent with what I felt like my students at the time were saying. Um, I think a certain amount of that is all college is that I've been uprooted from my support system and thrown down in a new environment. And I think the difference in what I'm hearing is that a lot of times that leads to sort of the like Marine Corps boot camp, we're in this together, you know, <laughs> bonding. Uh, and the fact that some of it is coming out as the, the weird in-group, out-group, I'm going to bond with a couple of people and then look down on the rest of them. That's, that's something that is a little more kind of unique and specific to USD relative to place, and I'm, I'm troubled to hear it. Um, but I do think, kind of like what you're saying, that everybody feels that way, and it's this weird almost defense mechanism to try to, you know, if I've got one or two... I see this even when my daughter's in third grade. I sort of see the same sort of thing. That if I've got one or two people I'm really in tight with, we can pretend we're better than the rest of the world, and that will make me feel okay about this. But I, I do think it is a very um, powerful realization to have the almost everybody I'm around feels the same way that I do, even if we're all trying to be defensive. And no, I don't. I got this. I'm awesome. I'm, I'm on top of my schoolwork, and I. Uh, but. So, so it's I. Er, everything you said is stuff I've heard before, and I do think it is a you know for me personally kind of something I try to to to, to help the. I haven't done the precepts yet. They uh, that's kind of the other side of the. But a lot of econ does, so it's something we talk about. But um, 
No, thank you for being so forthcoming about that. I mean, both because this is a, uh, I think this is something we need to hear, and it's something that there is, I mean, fully more than half of what goes on in a freshman's uh, experience is stuff that the professors and the administration doesn't see. You know, and I mean, that's, so we need to hear about it as much as we can, and I'm glad you guys were willing to share that with me. So, all right, now I'm at 15 or so. so, so <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you to all who participated in this Thought Lounge. If you are in the San Diego area and not affiliated with the university, Thought Lounge sessions are now available on meetup.com. Check out the link in the description below. For more information on Thought Lounge, please visit thoughtlounge.org. Till next time, good thinking always.